and welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. My name is Simon Miller and I'm joined by Stephen W. Burns. Hello. David Scammell. Hello. Jim Trinker. All right. Uh, everyone's quite tired today. I can see it in their eyes and I can feel it in myself. I'm uh, feeling good. I'm feeling good. You're feeling good? Yeah. I like it. Oh, you, you two really? are back, what, 12 hours, 16 hours in the UK? I don't think we'd even have landed at this point. No, no. We, we literally hadn't landed. No. But I, I got in yesterday and then pretty much went straight to bed. Well, yeah. They say, That's what you got to do. Is that a good thing? Well, I woke up this morning. If I woke up, I mean, my girlfriend said, Steve, I'm going to work now. And I actually <laughs> had no power in my body to roll over. It oh. felt like I had like some weird version of the bends. I thought you had to sort of like, you know, just roll with it and go to bed at normal time. Is no. that not what you're supposed to do? That's what they say, but I don't know if there's a, a true and tried tested way to do it. Who knows? Yeah. True and tried tested. No yeah. Basically, we both feel like death and we both did completely different things. Um, what yeah. I do need to let everybody know, obviously it doesn't work if you listen to this recorded, which is everybody. Yeah. We're periscoping this right now. So if oh, you are, ever, we? Are, we yeah. on, are we on the periscope? If you ever oh, want hello. to tune in for about the first 20 minutes of the podcast, you can join us on periscope. Just look for the tweet on Twitter on and stuff. Somebody said that pint of squash knows the truth. Damn right it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jim's powerful squash. Um, so we are going to chat about E3 today and Dave's, Dave's got squash too. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Burns has got water. I, got, I have no drink, no beverage. Today. Burns has got what? Of course he does. Um, we are going to talk about E3 because obviously you two are on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're out there seeing stuff. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff went up last week, but as a kind of wrap-up deal, I don't know, what, where do you want to start? What do you want to talk about? I mean, it's kind of an open forum today. And let's talk about your highlights of the show. I mean, there, are a lot, there were a lot of questions, which we'll get to at the end of the podcast, saying, what did they like the best? So, Burns, as I'm looking at you because you're on my left, Pez. what did you like the best? Pez. People get a bit mad if you See, say that Pez is your favourite. I listened to the wrap-up you did last week. And I, even I was like, oh man, maybe I've got to play Pez. Yeah, their, their booth was rammed, much more so than in, in previous years. And that may be because they had a, a gigantic... because Metal Gear was there. Metal People, Gear need, solid, <laughs> uh, People need to play something while they were queuing up. Well, I mean, the queue was on the other side of the stand, Dave. But there, there was also a bar there, so that's probably got something to do with it. People love it. But uh, Pez, as it stands, could go out the door now. It's, yeah, uh, that's fascinating. I mean, do you think it could go out of the door? I mean, are there still things I need to do to it? Or do you think it's genuinely ready and they're just holding on to it to release it in the appropriate window? A bit of both, really. Right, okay. It seems they finally got re- used. I really liked PES 2015. I thought it was really, really good. But it had a few problems with it. And they seem to have solved those problems. But they haven't done it in one of those ways. They go, yeah, now with true step technology. <laughs> true crowd. Max Wang true shoot, crime. you know. Instead, they... Max Wang shoot. True crime streets of Wembley. <laughs> well, well, Wembley isn't exactly the best area, so you probably could get a game yeah, there. Get out but uh, so it, the best thing about Pez is it makes all that really complex stuff, the interaction between players, quite simple, but yeah. but not too easy. And I'll go into that in more depth in my preview. But you get these little battles now, and they've said that for years. Describing a sports game is like describing those. Uh, it's like those adverts for razor blades. Like, it's not it, much you can say. Yeah, it's yeah. the it's the old time best. Didn't you say that like six weeks ago about <laughs> another one? But it's one of those where you do actually have to play it, unfortunately. But the interaction between players in the middle of the Unfortunately, park you is... have to play this year's Pez. Uh, <laughs> I know you might not want is. to, yeah. but unfortunately it, it, you it, do. The FIFA guys were in there while I was in there playing it I as like well. you. They should so, start out of the competition. They do, they do it every year as yeah. well. But uh, I was also quite impressed with uh, Ghost Recon. Well, see, this is interesting to me because and I'm such an outside observer. Thing, I just saw the classic oh, end of Ubisoft press conference trailer, yeah. which I've now been conditioned to not believe in any sense or form, because it, well, look at everyone they've done. The Division, 
Um, well, Beyond Good and Evil 2 Division's was one of those. Division's alright as well, I played that. But it's not what it was, was it? Is the Division alright? Yeah, it is. It's not the game that people think it is. It's a secret numbers game. Is it uh, a secret it, numbers game? It's an RPG, you shoot people and numbers fall out of them and just go, fuck off, mate. But like, you like it, though. You, I do like yeah. it, and it does look very good. It doesn't look as good as it's what came before, but... How many towers do you climb? None. Really? None. That's gone now. No way. No way. No towers. People have joked about it too much. They finally no. can't done. <laughs> so now they've got to get rid of it. Yeah. No towers. But one of the guys from uh, a rival site managed to, their team beat our team because the rest of our team is classic buck fucking passing, was a load of shite. And then afterwards he's like, oh, you guys are losing. I nearly exploded in a fucking rage. Damn right. But um, So if you get headshot, what happens? It just rolls the dice and comes up with some it's, numbers. It's, it's, it's about looting and shooting. It's Borderlands in New York, essentially. Really? Yeah. But they haven't made that clear at all. Like, Borderlands in so, New anyway. York. There you go. There's your box <laughs> quote right there. Yeah, I think that a lot of people are thinking it'll be like Freedom Fighters. That's what I thought it was, Or, yeah. you know, other just third-person shooters in, in that. But no, it's it's a, a lot about loot. It's about leveling up. It's about getting rare gear. It's about uh, PvP and PvE at the same time. Yeah, it's... Wow. Not, not so the focus him. is on the multiplayer then? There's not much, How much of a single-player experience is well, there? The, these the multiplayer section was in the dark er, dark area or something like dark sector. Right. Dark zone, it wasn't isn't it? that. Some crap. <laughs> Um, where they are the multiplayer arenas, you have to climb into them, so they're quite distinct, and they've got okay, a lot enough. of the infection covering it and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So you can easily differentiate between what is technically the campaign and what is... But they're meant to roll in together. I think, you know, Ubisoft probably saw which way the wind was blowing, um, maybe with Destiny as well, maybe they amped it up a little bit. They didn't change the design Do you completely, think but it's... There's a lot of that sort of stuff in there. Do you think that's why the, 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 uh, the talk, the talk, the delay could have happened? Do you think that's why? Because they saw that and think we need a game like this, des- I, Destiny. It. I think it's it's just more about the visuals and the polish. It 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 felt like that E3 demo, but with the overall image quality, not just necessary textures or anything, just yeah. just dialed down. And you've you'll have seen this in builds where sometimes they look a bit a bit blurry yeah, because they not mean, switched yeah. everything on. Do yeah, you know yeah I mean? exactly. And they literally flick a switch. Yeah. And sorry, Dave's posturing to the to the picture uh, to the periscope people making me laugh um what about ghost recon then because that was their big reveal so I mean, it looked incredible but i just don't believe it well we saw it being played and it did look like that it's uh, kind of ghost recon's uh advanced politicking now unfortunately i really hate tom clancy's ultra right wing uh <laughs> politics yeah it's like drugs are bad and we <laughs> kill like, everybody yeah we're special agents from america and we're gonna kill anyone who does drugs like but this is a sovereign nation <laughs> it's, you know this isn't you know wichita yeah. it's bolivia but is it literally like here's a huge open world go liberate it I think just cause meets mercenaries as dave said most oh, reasons, uh, to... I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, I could be making that up. You saw the conference, though, Dave. But that upsets me a little bit because I do think it looks good, but I really like the old Ghost Recon games. I would think I was their only fan. I, I thought Graw 2 was fantastic. I can't believe that my strapline wasn't Ghost Retcon. That was, yeah, because it just... It, yeah, but what they showed is the mission you had to go and... Uh, you had to go and rescue a snitch for the cartel. Mm. And then using his information, you had to go and do some other shit. So they showed you... Someone was barreling around on some uh, salt planes and, and uh, salt flats, sorry, in a car. Some guy was on a motorbike in the mountains. Someone yeah. was just in the jungle. And they all convened to, to go and infiltrate an encampment. It, the only thing that I didn't like about it was that all of the stuff was clearly nicked. A lot of the mechanics, maybe they're placeholder, and they probably are, were nicked from uh, other 
all the uh, Tom Clancy games. So Splinter right, Cell, okay. all with the marking and the, the sneaking up and grabbing people and hitting them with your yeah. pistol whipping them straight out of Splinter Cell. Do you think it's like a merger then almost? Like this is the Splinter Cell has like evolved into this. Well, this is the classic Ubisoft thing where all their games kind of feel... They said that before, haven't the they? It's like a production line. Yeah, but the Division doesn't feel like that. The Division doesn't feel like that at all in what I played. Uh, but this... When I saw it being played, they were very serious, the guys. They were like, oh, and you can go and do this and do that. And they, they played up the hamminess of it, I suppose, in there because you had two guys talking. But this is a game about dicking around. Yeah. And it feels like with four players and the amount of stuff you can do in the world, you can throw people in the trunks of cars, you can get helicopters, you can get planes. So in just cause levels of dicking around in that regard, mm. but with mercenaries kind of set up, you go here, you do that, you do missions and stuff. Mm. Uh, with an act, but with more of a political twist. Yeah, good game. I don't like so. four players. I like people to get right into it. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> from nowhere. So Dave, what was Disgusting. your summer highlights compared to... I've got a whole list here, Miller. I've got a list of what I watched and what I played. That's what all awesome. you like to know about. Well, I want to talk about Mirror's Edge first, because yeah. this is really weird, right? Because mm-hmm. I know you're both really tired and you both thought of, not rushing articles out, but you want to get as many things. Yeah. I read your Mirror's Edge thing. I thought it's brilliant. I saw, <laughs> well, I thought it's very so much, good. Simon. I read, it. I read it. I was like, oh, I feel like... In, in, in like literally like a small amount of words yeah. I completely understand where he's coming from and now I have new thoughts I thought yeah. it was amazing well, it was really weird Mirror's your Edge prose was... it moved me <laughs> it <did. laughs> I thought it was great I even tweeted it out I was like man it's really really is, good Mirror's Edge was the first game I played there and it set me up for the rest of the week I was like oh is this going to be a yeah. disappointing week because I queued up for an hour to play that game that is I'm, preposterous which was unbelievable um I, I don't know. Of all the things I played and saw that week, Mirror's Edge was the one I came away from feeling the most disappointed. Just oh, because man, I was, I was expecting... That's not what I want. But it is still Mirror's Edge, so you can't be that disappointed. Yeah. It, it, it is Mirror's Edge, and it does... The, the way that you control it, it's identical. It feels like Mirror's Edge. It's just because it's not so structured and streamlined, yeah. because it doesn't guide you down those paths that are so... I think that's what I liked. D- exactly. I think yeah. that's what everyone liked. And when they say, oh, we've listened to what players want, it's like, well, did any Mirror's Edge player ever say they wanted an open world? I never thought about Ooh. it, to be honest. And it's quite clever in the way that it structures it. Like when you... So you have a map. It's a bit like Assassin's Creed, where you put it up on the back button, or whatever they call it these days. Set your waypoint. And then the path that will get you there all the marker the jump points and things like that they'll sort of dynamically paint themselves red so it's still got that red and white yeah. thing going for it um and you just sort of follow that path and but i got to a point where i couldn't see the next jump point or i couldn't see, see the next climb point and i was like and i was sort of spinning around on a circle looking well, where the hell do i go what do yeah. i do and it didn't have they kept saying it's all about the rhythm and the flow and <laughs> you'll feel like you're getting better at it when you get that rhythm it's just a, I didn't have enough time, like seven minutes or something like that. To, Nothing, you couldn't, you couldn't you get do? a rhythm. And yeah. secondly, like in that open world, like I just couldn't get a feel for it at all. And the combat, I'm sorry. It's just, it's... <laughs> of course it is. They can never do it. It was rubbish last time. I didn't know what I was doing. I ran into a guy and just tapped X. I was like, yep. Yeah. I don't know what's happening here. He fell over. But yeah, so that was the... I think that was the, the oh. disappointment for me in the I show. But. So I think because my fondest memory of Mirror's Edge, I can't remember what level it was. All I remember is you start off by some lockers and there's some stairs yeah, and yeah. then you jump. But my favourite thing was restarting it and trying to get it perfect yeah. every time. Like I want to get the flow, as they mentioned. I don't see how you do that in an open world because you're going to be two miles down the road. I'm assuming like, they've deliberately back. placed points so that you, when, once you learn the world, and once you learn how to get from A to B, you will have that. Yeah. But you just it's impossible to get a sense of that in that. 
environment. What did you play that was good then? What, what rocked your world? What did I play that was good? What did I play? Until oh, Dawn. Okay. Until Dawn was the best. That's out soon, right? That was the best game I actually played. Right, okay. Interesting. Interesting. That's um, a scary game from Sony. To break Miller, it right Miller, down. Miller. What is it? It's, it's bad. <laughs> How long did you play it for? The demo's about 10 or 15 minutes. And it got you? Oh, it got me. Oh, shit. There's a lot of jump scares. And oh, it's, it's really gruesome as well, actually. Because like, the demo was, it was really weird. I thought, what is this when it started? You start off surrounded by like these devil goats. <laughs> or, or not, <laughs> no, they weren't goats. They were they're like deer. And I'm like... Ah, oh, devil deer. What is this? Yeah. And they sort of push you off a cliff. They back you up, roll up to you. It's like, you've got nowhere to go. I've got to slip off a cliff. Like, what is going on? And from that point, I thought... That's it. They've they've broken it. They've ruined it. But no, it got a lot better after that. Um, It was was two characters. I can't remember their names. Boy and a girl. Walking through a forest. Had to reach this... It was a tower. You had to climb a tower, Jim. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, smashing. I love climbing towers. (laughs) There's a radio tower and you had to sort of call for help and stuff. But no, they've done it very well. The environment, the atmosphere of it is very good. It's very tense. Well, is it like... Do you have a weapon or you just like... No, you know, it feels like a point and click game. Okay. Where it's quite slow and you control the character along, you know, these environments and stuff and you use the torch to look around and there's objects in the environment that you, I think you just press X against, they'll highlight, they'll, they'll flash like a little flashlight symbol or something next to them and right. you can interact with them. Um, it's not, you know, the most, I don't know, it's not the most advanced game in the world, but it just felt fun. It's fun Are there any like really? QTEs or anything? That... RQTEs, yes. Mm. But it feels like if you fail them, it does actually make a difference for the rest of the game. It's not right. like you can just repeat them and, and try again. All right, okay. Like, they call it, the, but- keeps you on your toes, they call it the butterfly effect. And you do make decisions all the time. There are QTEs that you can for fail. Sake. And it does. Let's call it a branching narrative. <laughs> and fuck off with this shit. Well, yeah, but you know, the butterfly effect, you know, there's. Yeah, I saw that movie. Yeah, it yeah. was shit. Well, <laughs> it's that. Let's name one of our main mechanics after a shit movie. <laughs> but because you feel like. It's What's like, next? It's like Heavy Rain, right? Where you well, I'm feel like. Now. I love Heavy Rain. Everything you do also could crap. be the difference between you living and dying or that character living and dying. I like that idea, though. I don't think enough games do that. That is Heavy this Rain game. doesn't do that, though, does it? No, but this feels like every time you do something, it saves it and it says like the butterfly effect or something like that. Oh, fuck that. That's, why is there so much HUD and screen furniture? Just like, because at that point you go, this is why I know where it branches. Sweet. Like you do in every, like everyday life where you go, oh, I didn't go out today and, some, and a bomb went off. Oh, that's the... That's I mean, the it's up in your effect. eyes. Good work. Fuck's it runs like dog shit. Frame rate is appalling. <laughs> 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 that's got to be worrying considering it's out in... A month or whatever it is. Yeah, months. but it's not like an action, like it's not like a shooter That's where that true, makes yeah. a difference. Good it's, point. it's one there. It's not Def- like Batman on PC. So oh, that was that was the best yeah. game I played. Right. What but about there wasn't that much to play at E3. Yeah, I kind of gathered this. Uh, something you um, said earlier. What about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn? Didn't play that. That wasn't that wasn't hands on. That wasn't. Did you see it? Saw it. Yeah. Did you go? You there was a conference thing, right? Or, or a show and tell. It was a behind closed doors demo. Yeah. So you got more than the conference. No. Was that again? It was the conference demo, but with someone there from Gorilla talking over it. A lot. One of the things I did notice, or, or perhaps didn't notice, was some, I saw some complaints about how much the character spoke during that demo, the mm. Horizon demo. I didn't notice that no, I didn't when the that. game was being played. Maybe that, because the Gorilla were talking over it. I instead. don't know. I did, that did seem like something that had been sort of ramped up for the for E3 the, trailer. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine that the character does that all the way through the game. Yeah. Internal like, monologue. Uh, 
Uh, I'm going to have a sandwich now, etc. It no. looks good. It's just there's not a lot that I could tell you that you won't. Yeah, you've already seen. So. You know what though? All, everything I read about Horizon Zero Dawn when I first saw it, I thought, God, this looks dog shit. And it's because it's like three in the morning, Jim. Yeah, we were both yeah, exactly. exhausted. Everything looked dog shit. <laughs> Um, it's a westernized but, monster hunter. Yeah, yeah. That's what I but saw it as. It's it. I mean, the more I read about it, the more it sounds decent. I mean, I'm wondering if like you know, getting Gorilla out of doing corridor shooters is a really good move for them because mm. you know maybe. Yeah. But did they speak? Did they show they anything made a about a really good game? Nope. Did they nope. show anything about tribes or anything in that demo? Because they no. spoke a little so. bit about other tribes and I asked them whether they'd be hostile or whether yeah. you could work with them, whether they have other technologies. And they said each one sort of responds to you in a different way. And you, hmm. Because it's set like one or 2,000 years after the apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. And it's so like yeah. new. It's going one better than Fallout. So I get the <laughs> idea that maybe there are some futuristic or modern technologies out there it's just that these tribes haven't discovered them yet and that's mm-hmm. why the robo who's building them robots that's exactly. the, yeah they talk they talk they talk that up as a secret that yeah. will only be revealed when you play through the game yeah, yeah. Um, what else on your list though? Could be oh, sorry jim sorry i didn't mean to i took it away from you there no, as sorry. you were yeah, you carry things on, out. You sorry carry dude on. sorry i mean hitman was the best thing i saw there all week see jim liked hitman as well he almost broke character when he saw it. <laughs> <laughs> it Hitman looks really good. It looks, looks, it looks amazing. Fantastic. It was a shame that... So I, I saw the level that they showed in yeah. the gameplay trailer. With the fashion designer, it was, right? It's called Fashionable Paris, they call it. <laughs> okay. And I sat and I was like, is that, that can't really be the name of the level, but yeah. apparently it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, it was a shame. I didn't actually see, like an assassination attempt. Like, it wasn't like a sort of typical, what you'd expect from a Hitman demo where they run you through and they're like, oh, this is us killing this dude. Yeah. It was, they cut to like a fly-through camera, like a debug camera, and showed us how big the level was and all the things within the level that you could use to kill your target. Mm. And, and just to basically tell us that this is blood money too. And it's yeah. not absolution too. we all want, isn't and, it? And it looks amazing. I mean, I'm going by a promise at the moment because I haven't seen actual physical an assassination basically yeah um but if everything they've told me and to a degree kind of shown me yeah. works out then yeah that's but, it but best you game be pumped about it, man. you love it man i was really pumped about it and then i went to see oh, no. um <laughs> here we go <laughs> i went to see the pr guy i know quite well and he was like well you know what because it's because you guys loved it what we'll do is uh, at five when the show essentially closes like they're going to be knocking around for a little bit so you can come and see it and I was like great and I got there and he went now mate you can't fucking see it <laughs> <laughs> so now you're like fuck this game so fuck you fuck don't, make, you, don't you... make an appointment <laughs> and then imagine if your doctor did that mad That's your true. dentist did it yeah. mad are you excited about the premise though Oh, the way yeah. they Dave, Dave's it. preview excited me yeah it was good uh, in a way that I've not been excited about games I mean I've been excited Ooh. about other stuff you know Life like football, what, like watches, yeah, football. <laughs> and the, uh, the one thing about it though that concerns me is the structure, the the model that they're going for. The DLC, yeah, this is dog like, shit. Just make the fucking game. There's, like, how hard think, is it? But do you mean like the fact you've got like thirty assassinations? And then you can buy more. I don't think it's like going to be that many. Well, this is the thing. I think it depends how many it is. Like, I mean, so far they've only sort of discussed three levels, and I don't know whether that is going to be the initial launch they pack. I think they should have gone there in a position to say, "This is what you're going to get at yeah. launch," and they still say that they're going to say that before it comes out, obviously. But whether they can convince people to pay all the money up front on the basis that they'll get their content eventually, it's I risky. Think that, 
If it's you, like early access, but instead of paying a lower price to get in earlier, you pay the you same pay... and hope they deliver on it. I mean, you assume they would because they're a big developer. You yeah. can't believe the, the kind of rug would be pulled out from them. But you don't know, do you? You no. drop 50 quid, you get five assassinations, you go, 15 more is coming later. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, mean, I looked on PlayStation Store because it's digital, digital only at launch. Yeah. It's only 40 quid. And I say only 40, I mean, compared to other stuff on PlayStation what, Store, which is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, so it's not like it's a full, full price game. Yeah. But... I just wish they could have said, yeah, you get this, 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 and I, then we're going to deliver this down the line. But they couldn't, so... This is nuts, and I probably don't even mean this, but in a way, I'd like, I kind of like if it was like Netflix. So you just pay a monthly subscription to Hitman, and then there's just loads of levels, but I guess they're not going to do that because they're not going to have enough ready for yeah. it to launch like that. But yeah. I would do that. So you pay a tenner, and you get access to 150 Hitman, and then at the end of the month, that's it. You've had your... Someone should do that. The thing That's is, this, the level, game that it would work this level was huge. Like, picture big Hitman maps. Like, yeah. maybe the, the theatre or something like that in Blood Money. Way bigger than that. Like, it's huge. And it's clearly been designed to be replayed, each yeah. level, and do things in different ways. And what they're doing with the contracts mode, where you can set... Or, or even, like, they call them challenges, I think, or something like that, where each week there'll be a different hit on a different person within that level, and it's up to I you. I like the idea. It's a nice idea. Yeah. And so I am, I am positive about it, very positive. Um, other things I saw, I saw XCOM 2, which like, looks good. Yeah. It looks more XCOM. I think that's what people want, don't they? So. But it's more, much more cinematic than XCOM 1. They really ramped up the presentation. I think we spoke about it briefly, didn't we, in a bit? So there's probably not much more to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, excited for that. Dark Souls 3. Can you make, can I you know you put it? that on your list of things that you like the most, yeah. which I was very taken aback I'll by. i tell you what, I'm shocked they haven't released gameplay. I was talking to Tom about this just now, because it does look fine. Like, it's not like it's in a bad state that the public shouldn't see. Maybe because it looks a lot like Bloodborne. And they're <laughs> so like, they get maybe, maybe we shouldn't release this, <laughs> this footage at the moment, because it does look a lot like Bloodborne. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't... I, I've, I've seen some comments from people going, oh, should we be concerned they haven't shown footage? I don't think it is that I, I don't there's anything to be, if you like bloodborne i think you're gonna like this because it is it, it looks a lot faster than yeah than uh, dark souls 2 no, which means well. they fucked it well Maybe. yeah but they didn't mess bloodborne up did they yeah but bloodborne and oh my life man that's like going yeah well fever street has only got five no but, <laughs> but people who like dark souls also like bloodborne and vice versa yeah, but they're, right? they're very different and for for good reason i think so, well, I don't know until you actually play. You don't I know, can't do you, comment on these games. I don't like it. You know, so. That's like going, you know what Revenger Shinobi needed? That dog from Shadow Dancer. It's like, <laughs> no, it, it didn't. Did. No, it didn't. I'll tell you what was dog shit. Go on. Total dog shit. I was going to ask what you didn't like. I missed all of it because I was watching baseball. But uh, I had to go out to the Microsoft Showcase. So now, They're always a bit hit and miss. You but never no, know no, what you're going to get. It's not that. That was all right. Okay. It was the Sony conference. Now, I decided to actually fuck the Sony conference off because I was getting ready. I was like, I just, yeah, I've done the conferences now. I'll just get the notes. Maybe there'll be like five hours of talking about games that no one actually gives a shit about. Yeah, pretty much. Some slides. Anyway, Final Fantasy VII, fine, fine. It won't be as good as you remember. That's fine. <laughs> well, it looks like it's been a completely different game. Exactly. Like entirely. Last Guardian, still very interesting. Still, that footage could have come out in 2008. I didn't. I thought about that afterwards. That could have been the footage they yeah. first released. Fine. It still looks but good. If, it, but... if it's coming, fine. Mm. Shenmue 3. Now, I'm a big fan of Shenmue. I bought, I bought both those games on their release dates on Dreamcast. I've got the Xbox version, all that shit. Right? That announcement was the biggest fucking sleight of hand I've seen ever at E3. <laughs> it's Shenmue 3, and you've got to pay for it. <laughs> and we might pay for some of it. It's two million bucks won't get you the... F it won't get you the voice actor. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Who woke up in the morning and went, man, 
I mean, it's just yeah, and then it's, it's like, well, actually, guys, I said two million, but now I need ten million. Yeah, it's it's a fucking Ponzi scheme. Like, oh, it just, <laughs> it's a Ponzi scheme. It made me really mad because it just felt like Sony. I mean, great game playing by Sony. They were like, what can we do? If we've got, <laughs> we've got nothing this year. Yeah, yeah. so oh, let's no, go get the things got, that everybody yeah. loves. We've got no <laughs> games, and, and everything is Half Life Three. Yeah, and Pete, I was following on Twitter. I was getting ready, and baseball was on, and people were going. Oh, it's the greatest moment of my life. Like, it's not. It's just an announcement. I could say, I could get on stage here, <laughs> right? Shenmue video game alive four. I need $2 million dollars, and then maybe I'll make it. But if not, I might need $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mates might back some of it. You know, it just felt really It's the weirdest announcement. And I find it amazing. Sega still own the IP, don't <laughs> What is this about? I don't know. And what are you going to get as well? What are you going to get in this day and age to ensure that all these Shenmue fans are happy, but it also actually sells so it makes money? What, you, what kind of game are you going to get? Well, I, Genuinely. I, I tweeted saying, you know, oh, 16 years, like 16, after 16 years, a, a third installment in a, in a much-loved uh, much franchise, The Godfather Part 3, coming Christmas Day 1990. It's, very, yeah, it's a very it's good like, analogy. let it fucking go. Yeah. I, oh, I really want Final Fantasy VII Remade. Now, I get that because... You know, video games are such, you know, based on technology so much that maybe you look back on it and you're like, mm. but the gold standard for remakes is Resident Evil. And that was remade, what, six years yeah. after it was originally made by the same director who had a bit of an axe to grind against Capcom and all this other stuff. Is Final Fantasy VII going to be the same? Can it maintain well, It can't same? come out with turn-based battles for one because that will turn off a lot of people. But then it will annoy more people because they'll be like, why is there no turn-based battles in my Final Fantasy VII? And you got this it's horrible just a no problem. And this is the thing: is I'm not necessarily against the third Shenmue game or Final Fantasy VII remake. It's just that after all these years, you just get too much expectation. You get Star Wars prequel syndrome, where yeah. and you know, but they were fucking dreadful. <laughs> but at the same time, a lot of it was like, well, actually, I wanted. And you get the fans' opinions coming into the the creators become fanboys of their own work. Yeah. So George Lucas in in the Phantom Menace is like, well. What if Darth Vader made C-3PO? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? And I just hope that doesn't creep in to like how the creators go. What well, is a bit of fan service? What if Shenmue's... What if it's, uh, the main character in Shenmue? And uh, what if, you know, Rio's dad is Landy? But, <laughs> but then what about the cheer? Oh, fuck off. Just put, like, put Rhodey Run in it. Is That's it ever going to get here anywhere? I mean, we, how long have people been waiting for Final Fantasy 15? That's like 10 I'm years I'm so now, sorry for Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> Talk about getting swept under the rug. Oh, a new game's coming out, but don't worry yeah, about it because your favourite version's <laughs> being remade. Well, oh, we brilliant. played it was dog shit, though. You played Final Fantasy 15? It's played demo version, right? Oh, the demo. I yeah. think there was new stuff at E3. Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's been updated now, apparently, the demo, and it's all right. Yeah. That's the last mm. I heard of it. Remember that time people updated demos? Yeah. Bizarre. No, no one played anything at uh, E3. Really, there was just a, so much. I played. Stuff. I played a little bit of stuff that's not really headline stuff. That's good. That's sometimes the should best. Should we things. talk about that stuff? Yeah, definitely. So, like that can be the most interesting stuff. I went to Warner Brothers and I saw Mad Max, uh, Mad Max and Lego Dimensions. Played both of them. Oh, I'm actually bit. intrigued by both. Yeah. So yeah. What Mad, do you want to know? Mad Max first. Is it just Just Cause? Uh, no. Okay. It is Shadow of Mordor in a car. I, I didn't expect that. Is that good? That doesn't sound that good. It is. Shadow Mordor in a car? Yes. Fucking sold me. I like Shadow Mordor and I like cars. Whether it's as good as Shadow of Mordor yet, you, can't, you just can't tell it's until it's actually been developed a long time now. Yeah. It, um, so it's open world, obviously, but it has all the same sort of things that Mordor had. You can go to this area and you can clear out 
enemies of their little hideouts and, and things like that. Um, what I am a little concerned about is the car combat because... This is always a bit hit and miss. Yeah, it's very much a sort of just ram the car. You do have weapons, but a lot of the time you just rely on ramming the car. Is it like road rash? I don't mean that basic, but in terms of two cars pull up against each other, the camera kind of fixes itself and you smack each other for a bit. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. That and sounds good. No, that was road uh, rash. The, the gold standard in car combat is wheelman, surely. Oh, yeah. Vin Diesel's wheelman. Yeah, wheelman but it's not as there. stupid as that is. I mean, I... The, wheelman wasn't... St- what are you talking about? <laughs> it gives you a load of weapons. So you, the, in the demo, I don't know if you get this the whole way through or whether it's just for the purpose of the demo, but there was like an AI guy that sat on the back of my car. And so you could switch between weapons. And when you switch to the shotgun, he automatically locked on to other vehicles and you just push right. the button and he'd shoot it and it'd have a health bar and things like that. <sighs> but you've got um, a flamethrower that comes out both sides of the car that you can engulf them in flames. Uh, you also have this... Africa? It's like a... It felt a bit like a just cause gun. You know how you can use the the gun to latch onto things and pull. Th- it was uh, a harpoon gun. You could uh, latch onto tires and pull tires off other people's cars. That's kind of so cool. It, it has a few different weapons. It just felt like it had that rage syndrome where there wasn't rage is a good show. There wasn't a lot in between the points where you're supposed to go. Yeah, and it felt like a game of getting between A to B at least for the demo. There was some quite cool moments where you look over in the distance and there's like this destroyed ship and he'll make a comment saying, oh, we should go check out what's going on over there. So he like, <laughs> he's aware of the environment, if that yeah. makes sense. And that felt quite cool. But I don't know. It's Because Mordor was one of those where no one knew it was going to be good until it was actually out. Yeah. And I think maybe there's a similar thing with this. It could go either way. It could be... Did you see any like on foot sections or anything like that? A little bit. It's got Batman combat. Fine with that. Yeah. It's fine with me. Mordor had Batman combat as well, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, and it's, it's there's a, I can't remember if they called it loot, but basically you pick up stuff that uses a currency to buy upgrades and things like that. You can upgrade your car, you can upgrade your weapons, things like that. So yeah. it's looking all right. It's looking all right. Is it this year still? Mad September, Max? yeah. September, it's fucking end of the year. Is oh, Jesus. Crammed with shit. <clears throat> yeah. It's going to be good, though. Lego Dimensions as well. I'm actually... Right, this is the first Toy to Life game I'm intrigued about. Really? They've got good licenses. So if the game's good, but I hate Lego games. So that's the only problem. A bit more exciting. Well, well this is that's the thing. the thing. Yeah. See, I saw a presentation of it, which was a Wizard of Oz level... And then it went, uh, I can't remember where it went. And then it went to the portal level, which is an add-on. That's amazing. And the portal level, if you watch it, you think, wow. Like they have nailed auth- like the portal authenticity. They've got GLaDOS in there. They've got Wheatley. That's brilliant. They've got all of that. And, it, that. and then you play it and you're like, oh yeah, it's just a Lego game. <laughs> See, this it's is, just this a Lego is my game. biggest worry. Because they're fine Lego games and I'm happy they're successful, but it's not for me. I just don't like them. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I feel like the stuff that it's doing with the actual toy stuff, I think is better than Skylanders. So the, the portal, they don't call it a portal. I can't remember what they call it. Um, but it's separated into three different areas. So you've got the middle bit at the top, which is a little circle with a light on it. And you've got two halves that also have lights on it. So, and they integrate it with the gameplay. So there's one bit, I think, where there's a boss that you fight in the Wizard of, of Oz level where <laughs> they get you stuck like they put something around the character's body which means you you have to wiggle out of it so rather than mashing a button like you normally would the light on the portal one half will go or flash red and that's the side that that character is in and the other half stays white Jeez. you have to pick up the character move it out of the red side and put it into the white side to get rid of this stuff on it so they're kind of they're trying to be different with it 
Yeah, but they're trying to make physical gameplay and digital gameplay combine and it's kind of cool and stuff they're doing with the cars where the vehicles where it gives you instructions on screen how to make different vehicles out of lego and those vehicles are actually represented in the game so it's not like you buy a vehicle and it's that vehicle forever in the game you can actually change what it looks like and stuff like that Mm. it's all preset you can't go crazy and make your own design but but, um yeah it's not like it scans it it i'd love that but it's all kind of clever you can't make a penis basically yeah it's rubbish but it is still it is still just a lego game to go around smash stuff up build it all that see that's the only i don't want to do that even with back to the future i don't want to yeah well did you like it i did i liked the presentation more than i actually liked playing the game Mm. which was i think that's why i'm as well mm. and different packs like the scooby-doo pack it has like proper sort of cartoon visual thick black lines around the characters and the sort of cell shaded look and it yeah. like they, they do that stuff really well they've actually nailed the authenticity of the packs really well but i don't know if it's for me or not yet i can't decide so okay. if i'd have come out of that presentation i'd have been like yeah it actually looks really good so and when play. i played it I was like oh yeah okay stick to what they know i guess mm, so so yeah actually i'm gonna bring this question earlier there's a question but I'm going to ask you did I write it down maybe I didn't write it down anyway somebody wanted to know if anyone mentioned how the Skylanders amiibo thing works I assume they're just amiibo Skylanders that you can put on the Nintendo Wii U portal of power and they go and they didn't mention it I don't know okay don't there know. we go we don't know so we were asked that I can't remember your name but <laughs> we don't know anything else you two want to chat about before we move on to non-E3 related things yeah go on right A <laughs> when you go to an airport in Los Angeles wear a Step Brothers t-shirt because people love it. Like the T- TSA rule. people, the agents you meet there, they are, you know, because America lost its fucking mind after 9-11, right? So more people are killed every fucking day, essentially, by gun violence. But don't worry about that, because now you can't take, you know, like hairspray through, you know, through the thing. Don't wear that T-shirt, because they, they start smiling. You see smiles on their faces. It's incredible. However, don't forget to throw away... <laughs> the tiny Mad Max shotgun that looks, that's a bottle opener, but looks like a tiny flintlock pistol that you've left in your hand luggage. And they go, sir, could you step with me, please? <laughs> and the woman said, now I've got to, said, is there anything in this bag that I should know about? <laughs> and the stepbrother's teeth like, nope. <laughs> Sunglasses, nope. She's like, okay, well, What's I'm going to go through it now. Do not reach in and try and grab anything. I'm like, I'm not gonna. So she takes out, some stuff. So she takes out like a camera, yeah, uh, laptop, whatever, and then she's like, mm. <laughs> and she pulls out this tiny <laughs> silver gun. <laughs> we're like, oh Uh-oh. shit! <laughs> she walks over. She's like, and she looked at it. And she went, "What's this?" And it says Mad Max on the side. It's very obviously a bottle opener when you see it, and it was yeah. in a tiny little sealed bag. And I said. <laughs> Oh, that's a uh, gun trafficker. Like, yeah, that's a uh, it's a bottle opener shaped like a gun. It's <laughs> like, you know, I know what that is. I know what it is now, but I've got to go and speak to someone. I was like, no worries. Then they started pissing themselves. One of them went, that's actually quite cute. <laughs> and I thought what she'd do is uh, just throw it away and say, look, that you can't be taking it. I was like, yeah, I meant to throw it away. In fact, David given it to me along with a, a USB key shaped like a bullet. <laughs> Can you imagine? Reason, I said to him, chuck these out. because <laughs> I chucked the bullet, and I don't know why the, the thing didn't go as well. I must In the rush to clear the room, I must have just like, yeah. thrown everything in. And uh, yeah, so and then she gave it back to me, and I just thought, 
what if there's another chair? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, your, uh, your guy gave it to me. Did they? Uh, did they, sir? They yeah. gave you this gun, did they? I don't they? believe you. Come in this white room. However, what they did do is that, and because I'm an idiot and don't obviously know how to pack anything, or B was in a rush, I got through... And then I realised that they completely missed my shampoo, which was in there, which is like 500 milliliters of liquid, <laughs> which you you're go. not allowed anymore. <laughs> so you basically <laughs> ruined customs in America on your trip. The stepbrother's no. t-shirt was like, yeah, off you go, lad. Yeah. Go Don't on. worry about him. He's got, got a good sense of humor. Pure so uncut right. cocaine written on the side of my bag or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so... Don't do that. Do one of those things, but not the other. And if you have to do both, make sure you do them in tandem. Okay, nice. Any other E3 tidbits? No, no. I only played two other games, to be honest. What were they? Just name drop them for fun. Ratchet and Clank, which is Ratchet Ratchet and Clank. Clank. Looks Looks pretty. And Sniper Ghost Warrior 3. Really? Yeah. Same again, I can imagine. Same with... Stuff. It's not actually, but whether it's any better or not, who knows? Well, at this point. They, it's open like? world now. Looks all like Far Cry. Everything's open world. I'm sick of it. I, I mean, they're great and all, but I want a bit of you know variety in my video games. Everything's mm. open world. Again, it was one of those where you watch the presentation and you think, actually, it looks quite cool. Yeah. Maybe it's not as bad as I was expecting. Then you play and you're like, <laughs> it's horrendous. Oh yeah. Oh well. They do this thing right where you sneak <laughs> through the whole mission. The mission was to kill some Russian general. Yeah. Creep your Always. way through the open world, find him, kill him silently. Yep. But when you kill him, they send all the enemies. The enemies are alerted to where you are. They run all, they chase you. And I'm like, excuse me, uh, you just killed that guy silently. You spent the whole level doing it silent. Suddenly you've got to escape everyone. Why? And they're like, well, we need to give the player a challenge. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, you don't. I hate all that The shit. challenge was getting to that point and yeah. doing it silently. Exactly. It's like, no, you just got crap AI, haven't you, really? That's about it. Well, on that note, and this, I'm going to use this as a segue, because I want to talk about Batman Arkham Knight, obviously. It's out today as we're recording it, this week in general. Because that's my biggest problem with Arkham Knight. A lot of people are now disputing this, which is fine, I get it. A lot of people do want a challenge from their video game. But the biggest problem with it is, that Stephen Burns is particularly worried about, is the Batmobile has been gamed to the extreme. You know, it's not just something you can ride I'm around in play. for fun. Mm. It is uh, every time you're in it, there's a challenge. You've got to do it. Oh, and really? Because like, well, the weirdest thing I don't get, and before I get any further, Batman Arkham Knight to me is brilliant. It's one of the best games I've ever played. I love it. I'm never going to stop playing it, I don't think. But if you take the Batmobile into the equation, when think about all the Arkham Asylum to Arkham City, right? Think mm. of all the gadgets they added in. And not once did they say, you have to... You, there, there were um, puzzles they'd introduce to let you understand how the gadget worked. But then it was like, you now decide how you want to use it in battles or if you need to get across the environment or whatever. So why all of a sudden does the Batman get put in? Which is a gadget. Let's not forget, it's just a new gadget. And it goes, right, this is now, you know, 23% of the game or whatever. Marketing. Yeah, but you can. It's all you don't know that before you play it. Like, I did. Oh, I saw it when it was revealed. And I said to the guy, does it Dax Jin? His like, name is Dax Jin. And yeah. I was like, he's the happiest man ever. I like, really? Like, he can fly. Essentially, in the purposes of this game, he can fly. Well, this is the thing. So anytime I needed to get to point A to point B, I'd drive the car for about eight seconds. <laughs> and then no, and then I would because if you double tap X or playing on PlayStation, it just like just fires you out of it like a cannon, really, which well, helps is, you. Yeah. And that feels really good. But that means if I needed to get from, let's say, the left side of the map to the right, I get in the car for eight seconds and then glide for four minutes. <laughs> it's like I don't even think your addition has worked out very well here. I'm yeah. actively using it as a as a cannon. That is what I'm using it yeah. for. But other than that, I think it's... Um, but the problem is, like chatting to you about this, if you really don't like that, you do have to do a lot of, um, you know, I'm going to have to just see this through rather than I'm enjoying it. There's a lot of tank battles, a really? lot of holding down L2 or whatever the equivalent would be on, on Xbox One and literally just 
strafing left to right, hiding around corners, waiting for your um, battle zone. Yeah, waiting for your <laughs> cannon to get this like super special missile and firing it. And you're like, Ugh. I don't think I've ever seen Batman do this it's in weird, anything. Isn't it? Because like we checked out some of the reviews when we were over there to see what was going on, and almost all of them, the complaint was the Batmobile. Yeah, and it's like that's your big feature for the sequel tick box. But mm. surely someone would have seen this early on and gone. Mm. I don't know. It's, these battles feel like, and they are tremendously so, but that makes more sense. They feel like side missions where they would have gone, we have to work the Batmobile in somehow. Let's let the player go off and do it on would their it have, own. Would it have been a better game without the Batmobile? Yes and no. Because you need because the, what they've done here is, I, I truly believe this is the last Arkham game. I think they'll do another Batman game, but it will be a different version of Batman or, or a different spin on it. So if you want to create the ultimate Batman experience, you have to have the Batmobile in the game. It's mm. as iconic as he is. So if, he's, if it's not in it, you're always going to be like, well, it's not really Batman because his car's not in it. And when you are zipping around the streets or there's some missions where you have to chase APCs and blow them up, that's really fun. Like, it's really fun. It doesn't control brilliantly, but it controls well enough that you can feel like a badass. People are jumping out of the way, screaming your name. You take a guy down and you're like, that's, you know, that's cool. Always, um, I can talk about this now. This is a slight, slight spoiler. If you don't want any Batman stuff, just turn down for 30 seconds. I'm leaving. But I oh, know it's tiny. It's nothing but, <laughs> but Firefly's in it again. And there are these missions where you have to fly after him in your Batmobile and you have to get close enough to him to do the double X thing. And you fly out of the Batmobile and you grab him, you smack him on the floor. So, oh, that felt really good. But then 10 seconds later or 10 minutes later, it's like, right, here's 40 tanks. Kill them all. And yeah. It's like, Oh, mm. oh, it's like just filler stuff. Oh, that's what it feels like. And obviously, because Rocksteady did this with all their games, when you're in the last two hours of the main story quest, it's like, right, we need to extend this. Let's do that thing we did earlier, but we'll make it three times as hard Whoa. and we'll make sure it's all Batmobile focused because that's our new thing. And it's like, and then, oh my gosh, the Riddler stuff is great. Apart from the three tracks you have to go around. The last that's the track, first thing they showed me. The last track you have to go around is... I got Because Brett has, obviously hasn't played any of it. But I said, Brett, get your ass in here now. I said, try and get around this track. He lasted about two minutes and walked out and went, no fucking way am I doing <laughs> this. They're like racetracks. Yeah. Well, it's, it was, uh, the DLC track, is racetracks, right? Which is, don't do it. Don't If you're buying it for that stuff, it's not worth it. Now, I'm sure that... Of course it's not. It's a Batman <laughs> game with racing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's so annoying because you're flying around these tracks. You have the Riddler going, ha-ha, Batman, I've got you. And when you've heard that 400 times, you're like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm actually <laughs> going to throw myself out the window. The last one is so hard. And not because it's a hard course, because that car is just not graceful enough yeah. to zip around these obstacles you've got to go around. That's a huge shame, you know. I, won't, I was really interested. After seeing the opening... And oh, then, like you, you were I'll saying a few a things uh, about it, and because I, I didn't really get on with City, I thought it was just yeah, you were an asylum man. Yeah, and I was actually like, you know what, it's going to look a lot better. It's you know, there's going to be some cool stuff they'll have learned, hopefully, from what City did well and what it didn't do well. And then it's like it's got a car in it. I, like, you know what? I just <laughs> I don't have time between like. You know, I think that's put some football, people looking at watches and mouthing off on the internet. I just don't <laughs> have time. My, my <laughs> girlfriend is the same. She loved Asylum and she was a bit underwhelmed by City. She's not hugely into open world stuff. But when she saw the car in this and thought that was the main focus, and she's like, I'm not sure I'm that bothered about it now. Yeah. And maybe a few people have had that reaction. But, but here's the thing as well, because I did slap a 10 on it, and I completely believe that. You go through these awful car sex. I never thought I'd give a game. My, half my review was complaining about it. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Which seems ridiculous. But you do these car sections, and then you get to the Batman stuff, and something will happen that is so fucking good, you're like, I've never felt... I've never felt... It's, it's perfect. Like, the, some of the, 
the ending of the main story, and it's not a spoiler, this is all going to be generalizations. They do something, I've said this already in my review and on the video review we did as well. They do something that proves they understand Batman to such a high degree and they make you, the player, feel something, that's all I can say, that is so clever and so intelligent, I, I, they're not, I can't even describe it in words. It's perfect. It's perfectly really? done. If someone said to me, you need to make a Batman game and I want X, which I won't tell what X is, and I came back to them that, I'd be like, fucking triple my salary because that is the greatest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever come up with. And that moment to me, and it lasts about 20, 25 minutes or there or thereabouts, because you don't know what they're doing at first. And when you get to the end of it and it starts to, something happens, you're like, brilliant. I mean, that alone, I think I'd give 10 out of 10 to. But there are moments like that scattered throughout the game. It's just obnoxious, really, that this Batmobile is forced into yeah. you know, making you get, when you do get there, all of a sudden you think, I don't give a shit. Oh, that's annoying me more up. now. Do you know what they need? Well, you know that the collector's edition got fucked off because the, the Batmobile wasn't of they, they broke everything. All the stuff that comes with toys are all fucked up. But I don't what, understand. Isn't, well, they should replace it with. They should keep it, but a member of game staff should have to go around your house and play the Batmobile sections for you. <laughs> so you, you get to that <laughs> point, yeah, and you just tag out, and off you go for a sandwich or whatever, the and word. then he tells you when it's done. It's, <laughs> got, your it's got stealth tanks. Still at tanks. one point, it goes, Batman, panther attacks are here, but you can't attack them. you got to sneak up on them. So you're in this weird <laughs> hovercraft. Like, it's like a cartoon. You're hiding around building, like looking at it. Going, <laughs> that is the worst thing it's, I've ever heard. I'm not kidding you. There was a point when that game had lost a lot of marks. and then it, But it always pulls them back up because then you get into Batman's shoes. And again, it tells you some amazing story and you do some amazing stuff and you're like, that's the perfect Batman game. Yeah. If you, you take the Batmobile, throw it away, it's not there, or it just exists as a mode of transport, I don't understand how a developer could A, understand Batman better, or B, make a better Batman game, in the sense that this game is, be Batman, protect Gotham. I don't know what else you would do. I mean, apart from technology getting bigger, but that's still the same game. Mm. I mean, in terms of mechanics and ideas, I don't know what somebody else can do. Because yeah. you are Batman. That is what I said this, this, literally, if you listen to my video review, I said it about 100 million times, but it's true. This is just Batman the experience when they fuck the car. The timing of it's weird as well, because it's coming out. Like, I saw this on Twitter a lot last night. People were like, Batman's out tomorrow. Yeah, it's out nowhere. And there was a lot of industry people saying that. But it's like, you're a week after all the focus has been on everything else that's coming out for the yeah, rest of the it's week. Yeah, delayed it Well, yeah, no, I know. But a week after E3s. And Last of Us did the same thing. Yeah. And it's like, you've got these two 10 out of 10 games that are coming out where there's not so much discussion about them because everyone is so focused gangbusters though <gasps> yeah, but speaking of speaking of big things that are coming out Terminator Genesis we saw it on Figueroa <laughs> so you know on Figueroa you they've got it? the no, 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 oh man no, no, I got no, excited no. On, the, on the building in you know the building they always use the hotel they use yeah, for the, the big, big adverts one. is it Arnie it's dog shit it's rubbish <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I was trying to find a uh, like a preview screening yeah. uh, for it but I couldn't find one because I, I'm desperate to see Terminator Genesis because Part of me is a sneaking suspicion that it might actually be all right, you know. Because well, James Cameron came out. No, because James, James Cameron, Cameron, I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> he was, did you see the shirt he was wearing? Pff, you can't trust a man wearing that shirt. But well, Jim, remember you were complaining that you had the brisket? Yeah. Brisket was the best thing I had a week. Really? Brisket was amazing. Did you go to the same restaurant? 
I don't know. No. Did we go? Was it the same restaurant? I like, I like brisket, no, but that brisket we had last year. Brisket this year was Dog incredible, Jim. Brisket. Oh, Jim, best you, meal. You've been holding the Periscope camera. Is there any games you want to talk about, either from E3 or in general, what you've been playing? I've just been playing The Witcher, mate. Better not talk to me. Okay. Uh, sorry, geez. <laughs> um, Yeah. I'm oh, really excited for Batman, though. Oh, I'll tell you I'm what, really what I've been playing. I love it. You just have to get through some bad bits, but you love it. Tell you what I've been playing. That surprise reveal at Bethesda, Fallout Shell. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, good. Jim, Jim's obsessed. He fucking oh, loves it. Oh, my word. It is so. It, it, it's so obsessive compulsive but you don't do anything I love that they're only surprise reveals an iOS game <laughs> like everyone else but it's like um, you know it's, it's the Fallout branded sort of tiny tower thing essentially you build rooms put people in the rooms they build resources you collect them you build more rooms and it's so shallow like but, but because it's got like the Fallout humour and it's got it's just got the fallout kind of sensibilities to it. It's all, it's like it's almost like you're playing like a a pit boy or, or you know a vault boy kind of mm. branded simulator of vault life. It just it's just nice. Mm, it's like enough. a little fallout blanket. You fucking fanboy. Mm. What a load of bollocks. What did you <laughs> shut up? What did you think of Doom by the way? Because we had a little shy. discussion. Just before we talk we, about I, Doom, yeah, sorry, I think yeah. we're gonna end the. Uh, I think we're going to end the... Uh, oh, right. Yeah, okay, we'll do that. No, as in, well, just so people know, we're going to do that at the start of every podcast. Look out for yeah. the video of the gamer. Probably not for tweet. this long. No, time. you did. You really went for it, Jim. I liked it. But yeah, <laughs> if you want to kind of join us live for the first 20 minutes of the podcast, you know, get Video Gamer, come on your Twitter feed and we'll tweet out the link. So yeah, all right. Awesome. See you later, Periscope. Thanks very much. Bye, love Bye. you. As for Doom... Yes. Now, I'm looking at Burns because he's going to come at me. I don't quite liked it. Did you? I was quite excited about Doom. I thought it looked really generic. It didn't. And I think that's why I liked it, which is bad, really, isn't maybe, it? Maybe, yeah. It, How did you admit a fuck you? Because it it's was. A, <laughs> it's Metallica the game. And this one is not Metallica the game. So how can you like it? Because I just thought it looked like you run around with a big gun and things blow up. And I was like, yeah, I played it. wasn't. But how, how long will that last? That's for your life. I don't know. I don't know. Where was the Slayer? Where was, where yeah, was the no, take no, on? I, I take your point. But I, I, maybe it was better than I assumed it would be. I'll say that much. Yeah. Someone on Reddit. It was more like Quake, though, I thought. Yeah, it was all yeah, brown. Like, Someone on Reddit like Quake, yeah. changed the colour. Did you see this? I'll show you it. Changed the colours from all the brown and all that to proper red and, and silver sort of doom colours. Looks so much better. Uh, really? But, yeah. People forget, you're absolutely right there, is that Doom has a, the original Doom, has a, such a great look without, you know, the, the sci-fi technological angle. And then it's slight, you, you literally go to hell. And this is what Doom 2 got all wrong uh, in terms of how it presented the environment and you're on Earth and they're just very boxy and, and all that. But yeah, I don't understand how you can have a Doom game. I think part of the appeal of the original Doom wasn't just that it was so fast or that the mechanics were so solid and fucking brilliant, in fact, or, you know, all the music was great. It was that you did have this, you felt like you were moving to somewhere that yeah. was getting more and more hellish. And here it's just like, yeah, you're in hell. Right. <laughs> I just, I just want to start the game. I want to start it with the shotgun from the original Doom. I want E1M1 to start playing, and then I just want to run around really fast yeah. shooting stuff. I don't want to. I don't want to open my weapon wheel and go. So hmm. obviously, didn't like Doom. What do you think of Doom? Uh, what the original or no, this? this one? This one. <laughs> <laughs> A new one? Yes or no? Um, I mean, I'm not taking on it yet, but I don't know. I think it might be one. Okay, Jim, what did you think about Doom from the trailer that we saw? Um, the, the very first footage they showed just looked fake. Yeah, like it was like this is oh. not real. People don't play games like that. The cam, like, like it's all sort of really kind of choreographed camera moves and 
But then when they showed the stuff, the multiplayer stuff, the stuff after it, it looked a bit more authentic and it looked it, it looked all right. Map snapper. That's uh, kind of middling then in yeah, terms of all four of us. But I, I don't know. I, I'm just not really. It's got that kind of piss filter on everything. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. Piss. I don't like the look of it, really. I think that's my biggest problem with it. I'm sure it'll play really nicely. The, their first demo of it kind of scuppered them, I think, because they had the guy coming out from AIDS going on about how, you know, Doom's all about fast gameplay and, you you know, you shotgun 20 demons in the face in three seconds and it's just all about hard rock and keeping the pace up. Mm. And then they cut to this gameplay <laughs> demo and the first fucking 20 minutes of it is just some someone fucking milling about. Yeah. <laughs> looking at stuff, sh- you know. Pacing, Jim. Like, pacing. Everyone loves pacing. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, stuff, stuff that looks fake... I spoke to the unbelievably beautiful Lorne Lanning. You love Lorne Lanning. Lorne Lanning is the best looking man <laughs> I've ever seen. And he was, and we talked a bit about Battlefront, and he, he, he thought that a lot of that looked fake. Mm. Battlefront, I was fucking impressed though. Maybe it was fake, but I was impressed by it. He actually used a term which I can't remember, but he used to work in film, doing 3D art yeah. films and stuff, and in adverts before he became a developer. And one of the phrases he uses, like, it's not overly technical, but he did. And then he did this little laugh, and then like a look, like you know what I'm talking about. And I was like, well, kind of, but yeah. Basically, was saying it did Meh. look obscene. Like it looks amazing. Yeah, but one one problem I've got with all of E3 demos are. And I understand why this is, but they are all built to look like movie trailers. So yeah. Or they, they use the camera like people use the camera in a movie. But in game, when Luke Sky, when the guy's being choked by Vader, you wouldn't just blow, like, oh, you turn around, <laughs> you'd be shooting the fuck out of him, and then someone would just land a tie fire on his head, and that'd be the end of the game. <laughs> I'd much rather that trailer. With, with Doom, when they're walking Darth around. Vader's dead. When they're walking around going, oh no, I'm in hell. You'd just be running around going, yeah, like yeah. shoot, you'd be shooting walls. That's no, true. It's very uh, good there were so many of those demos where it's like, and now we're going through. Oh, look at the lights. Like, no, what was it? And I loved it when Ubisoft brought people out to play oh, Rainbow bollocks. Six. No one's going to play the game like that. I played it about a minute afterwards, running around throwing grenades Just everywhere. in case you didn't believe people spoke like that from the voices, here are the actual people yeah, talking like that. Awful. Oh, crap. Uh, well, I do want to ask, we're doing things a bit differently today, so we're going to do questions, and then Tom yeah. is going to come in to chat about two games. But Need for Speed, mm. tell me it's good. Actually, that was, that was another game I played. Yeah. Need for Speed. I want it to be good. I genuinely want it to be good. It felt um, more like a Criterion game than I was expecting because of the structure. It's still open okay. world. It's still got right. points on the map you need to go to. You still start events by pulling up to junctions and pressing R1. Um, but the handling is throwing me off at the moment. So if you've seen the, the, the video, the trailer that they showed, you know every time you turn a corner, the camera sort of swings out. Yeah, right? I didn't like that so much. And that wasn't grand. It's really weird. Yeah. So it feels like you can turn corners at 90 degree angles. And once, I think I wrote this, once once I started playing the game with that in mind, thinking I can, li- I don't need to break for that corner, I can just swing the back end mm. out. Then I started doing a lot better. And because you can tweak the handling, it's not like, and we spoke about this briefly, the beauty of the other Need for Speed games, or the recent ones at least, was that the handling felt, authentic it felt good mm. because they tuned it so well when you drifted you knew exactly how it w- was going to drift and this time because they leave it to the player to settle on whether they want it to be drifty or grippy <laughs> i get the prob- the feeling that it's not going to be tuned enough to really have that i don't know it feels awkward at the moment it feels it doesn't feel like i want it to feel Maybe, this year as well, isn't it? Because so. I, I put that article out and I, I said a similar thing. I got some complaints saying, well, you should have tried the other handling types. It's like, 
with four minutes. I, I literally could not. Once yeah. you were in that demo, you were in that demo, and you couldn't do it again. Yeah. So, you know, maybe if it comes out, and yeah, if I put it all the way to drift handling, and it feels like hot pursuit again, I'll be sitting here thinking, best game ever, best game I've ever played. Yeah. But at the moment, I, I don't know. It was, it was, it has the potential to be a good game, but let down by the handling, and the handling is. West. It's key. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. So, mm. I right. don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it turns out eventually. I didn't get that same buzz that I got from Rivals when I played it that, two years ago. One, yeah, I want that. I want that adrenaline but rush. But then Rivals was a disappointment anyway. It wasn't like the E3 demo that it was. So maybe this, <laughs> this year they'll go the other way around. Yeah. But, you know. I tell one like, Star Fox is guff, right? Absolutely terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, re- I listened to you talking about it. I was like, fuck me. It's terrible. I couldn't believe how bad it was. <laughs> it looks bad as well, right? It as well. looks atrocious. Okay. Uh, not, not good. All right. All right. So we're going to do some questions and then Tom Warren is going to come in to talk about, what's he talking about? Two games. Yoshi's Woolly World. Yeah. Who's Tom Tank? Lego out? Jurassic Park. I don't know. We have to figure that out. We're going to do questions first and then we're going to do the patron stuff as well. Before we do the questions, if you are a Video Gamer Community Club member, or if you're just a video gamer fan, our live event was announced. Tickets are now all sold out. Are they really, um, Miller? I didn't know this. Yeah, wow. They're all, they're all gone. Yeah, uh, they mate, all went in a day. Yeah, 120 people, isn't it? Um, so, you know, you should all have emails about... If you don't have an email and you think you pre-registered, let me know. But you should all have an email about how to pay. Uh, get that done and you're in. Simple as that. And then we'll give you more information nearer the time. Wow. Like if you bought something on Ticketmaster. I'm excited. That sounds incredible. I cannot wait to get up on stage in front of people. Yeah. And also, <laughs> just so everyone knows, as an aside, obviously the video gamer crew has like a ticket for like loved ones or whatever. But um, my girlfriend thinks that what I do is a fucking joke, essentially. So I'm going to sell mine. <laughs> it's a fucking joke, man. To the, high, to the highest bidder. Okay. So uh, I'm not get, sure how get, get on eBay, is, Steve but... Burns, plus one. You can be my plus one. <laughs> Uh, that? Well, on, on oh, that note, you can have like, my ticket for three hundred pounds. If you if you keep <laughs> if you keep an eye, you can be Jim. Yeah. <laughs> if you keep an eye on uh, our Twitter and our Facebook, just video game con. There, we have held a few back to give away and things like that. So if you want to come, keep an eye. Keep listening to this podcast as well. We'll talk about what we're going to do, but that's not for a while yet. So anyway, mm. questions. We've got quite a few. We're gonna we're gonna mm. run through them. We're gonna start with uh, well, the order they're in. Christian Doyle says, "What did you guys eat for breakfast today?" Burns, hit me. I had uh, Mega Melt from Subway. That's good, Dave. I had Weetabix because I can't have McDonald's anymore. Why can't you have McDonald's anymore? Because last week was too much. disgrace. <laughs> Is it that E3 thing where McDonald's is the only thing around? Because they're in Los a... Angeles and it's the only fucking head. Yeah. I, I went to, we went, where was it? The first night, second night, went and got a McDonald's mini meal, right? Which turned out to be Very a regular exactly. UK meal <laughs> with a large drink. <laughs> that right? That's amazing. <laughs> oh, dear Jim, what'd you have for breakfast? I haven't had breakfast. Because uh, I'm the oh, hardcore. Jim, no, you have got to eat breakfast. <laughs> I had a load of eggs and a protein shake. Uh, Ian Morris, should I play the other Batman games before playing Arkham Knight? I don't think you should play Batman Arkham Origins. I liked it, but I think that's kind of past its sell-by date now. But you should probably go through Asylum and then... Do you City or not? You just nah, because it was just pale in comparison. Right? Yeah, I think you probably do Asylum and then jump to Knight would be my suggestion. Really? City so have... fucking good. The ending of City is the greatest thing ever. Is it? I think you got to play them all. Do they not have plot points from City? <laughs> yes, it does. But you, you wouldn't necessarily feel left out. It does a very good job of kind of setting you. You're in the Batman, scene. and people are trying to kill everyone. There you go. Do you know what? Play them all. Play them all. Um, it's gone now. Said. Um, oh, this is in reference to E3. So I do one by one. Who was the biggest surprise? I don't think maybe what was the biggest Who surprise was... would be better. Jack Tretton. 
Jack Tren. Who was your, your favourite surprise from E3? I guess like Final Fantasy VII, Chenmue yeah, Three. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah. yeah. When I threatened to push a YouTuber out of a window and wandering <laughs> skybar. It's a good surprise. I'm rich. <laughs> Uh, mine was yeah. mine was the fact that you can now play RC Pro-Am on your Xbox One. That's what I was talking about in the podcast two weeks ago. What a dream. I oh, backwards talk- compatibility. Is that what you're uh, talking about? I know, the rare 30-year collection. Oh, right, yeah. I love sorry, RC yeah. Pro-Am. It's back. Talked about, we told back about backwards compatibility, didn't we? Said it was going to happen. Yeah, I you thought it would be an add-on, you, but no, yeah, there you, you go. It. Um, biggest disappointment for me three. Most of it. Mirror's Edge. Jim? I'm not sure. Um... I thought, I thought most of them did really well. Square, well, Square and Nintendo yeah, as Nintendo, a whole, think, basically. Yeah. Star Fox. Well, um, I wasn't disappointed. Square had lots of kind of good things to show, but they, th- their conference was terrible, just despite the fact that they had good things to show. And then they kicked it off with, they did the Steve Jobs one more thing, and then it was, it was, it was three concept art images for something <laughs> that might come out in two years. Just like, I didn't have a chance to watch this. it. I was going to watch oh, it tonight, don't, Jim. Don't. Oh, it was don't balls, it. mate. It was absolute balls. We've done a recap, mate. Watch that. All right, I'll do on that. On Video uh, Gamer TV on YouTube. Is you that dick. picture of Scammel holding Burns' hairspray genuine? I'll yeah. leave that down to you two. Five-star hold. Five star I found hold, his secret. Oh, okay. Uh, Peter McAllister, any thoughts on the recent Destiny expansion collector's edition debacle? It's a bit of a joke, isn't it? It's interesting, to say the least. I tell you what, because I, I haven't been following it very closely, I just saw uh, the interview that's going around on a certain other website. I thought it was a good interview, actually. But their, oh, attitude, yeah, their attitude towards it is disgusting, going by that, um, that interview. Because apparently yeah. there's only three... The, the people that buy the collector's edition, which contains this expansion, plus the emotes. last two expansions, yeah. plus the original game, they get three exclusive emotes, emotes yeah. right? And he's like, oh, well, you know, if you saw what they were, you'd want to buy it immediately. And it's like, they don't screw them over by making them pay for the whole lot well, again. So how good can an emote be? I mean, I'm not a Destiny player, so maybe I don't understand, but... I mean, big fans are going to want them. Yeah. You yeah know, but that just proves that they're dicks. I'm sorry. but That if, just proves you're a dick. You can't have much respect for them if you go, we know you're going to want them, so buy it all again. Like, yeah, that's really that's, bad. That's, Everyone's wrong in this scenario. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, it doesn't seem like it's treating the fan, the people that made them, who they are, very well, does it? Like, without yeah. them, if no one buys your game, you ain't doing no collector's edition. Yeah. So, mm. so okay. No, they're taking the piss, aren't they, really? So. It certainly seems that way. Richard mm. Burroughs, another Arkham Knight question. Is it worth getting the season pass for Arkham Knight? Yes. No one's played does, it. Does anyone know? Well, I know, I know, because I know what some of the missions are and now what they tie into. That girl, right? Yeah, but there's other stuff as well. I don't want to talk about because it ruins it. Oh, but okay. some of it is good. But then a lot of it is fucking racing around Riddler courses. Is that so girl in it? Oh, that's, every, that's the every, DLC, isn't it? Everyone oh. is in it. I'll tell you this right now. Everyone is in it. Superman um, in it. Oh, yeah. Twice. He's been in it. Uh, We've got to stop talking. Mr. B. Uh, <laughs> Bill Wang. Look, great name. Says, I may have missed this, but as someone who will never play it, why does Burns like Kane and Lynch 2 so much? Oh, there are many reasons. But just play it. It costs like two pounds. Yeah. I mean, Square will probably hand off some fucking stock to you, mate. Probably <laughs> just give you 10 copies you and just ask for it. Jason Burton, did any of you try... You've got a story about this, Burns. Play, did any of you try and play VR? And if so, what did you think at E3? Well, did you get fobbed off? Yes. So <laughs> I went to the Capcom stand... Um, and they were like, have you played Kitchen? They, have you got an appointment for... This is the horror Capcom game that yeah. everyone's losing Hearing their mind good things about this. For Morpheus. Oh, bad things, very bad mm, things. we got to play it, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yep, I've got one of those. It's one that's coming up tomorrow. And the PR was like, oh, well, you know, that's our, that's our game. So you're going to love it. I'm like, cool. So I queued up at my appointment time. There's a lot of people out. I'm like, yeah, shit, this must be probably word of mouth goes around at these things and people trying to slide into an appointment even if they don't have one. I'm like, okay. Door swings open. Playroom VR. 
At this point, I'm like, where's kitchen? They're like, room VR. They're like, oh, no, kitchen is in the other room. I'm like, okay, but... And the I'm, kitchen's I, in the room. That's I'm trying to say, uh, but I want to play it, and I'm just being ushered in. So we sit down, listen to a 20-minute presentation from the uh, head of the uh, playroom. And he's talking about this VR version, where it's four players, and one of you plays as Godzilla, and, well, a Godzilla-like, and three of you control using the pad, trying to throw stuff at it to kill this it. This is kitchen. No, this is Playroom VR. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Pay attention, David. <laughs> Switched off for a second. Yeah, obviously. And uh, so I sat there waiting for my turn, and then the, the, the PR went, no, sorry, we've run out of time, so everyone's got to go. And I'm like, you know what? You can fuck off. Yeah. All of it. It's like... Didn't Kanye West throw some people off of Street Fighter or something? He did. Well, I hear I'd have told him to fucking do one. Well, can and you wear? You should, why not? He's just a man. Yeah, it's not special. I've, I've got a media tag, motherfucker. Yeah, what have you got? Yeah, also, and if you walk around E3, this is, this is another like top sartorial trick. If you walk around wearing a button-down Ralph Lauren shirt, like I was doing, tucked into a pair of pants, as they may call them, and your watch matches your belt, which wasn't planned, it just happened. It's all right, then, Ben, just then, it. And people will look at you as if you're an executive from a company. You can go <laughs> anywhere. So many people just like started moving out of the way. <laughs> Just walking around, like, uh, so you just you just see, like, th- crowds of people looking down trying to get a look at your lanyards, which I always I fold it over so nice. you can see the back. Smart. I got let into the media without showing any credentials. They are just like, off you go. Obviously, you belong in Fucking here. Peter Moore. Oh, the secret newsroom, by the way, which is the best room at E3. Careful, Dave. Don't let it out. Well, Was enough people know about it, Nick. Well, it's getting there now, Two Miller. years we had that. It's easier to get into there, the actual media room, than it is the normal media room. Yeah. <laughs> You've yeah. got to show, like, photo ID to get into the media room now. Oh, you do? Yeah, they started doing that last I think because they give out free lunch. They're like, can't have, can't have normal people in here. Yeah. <laughs> can't have the shit munchers. The plebs. It's by the fact E3 is now full of shit munchers. That's always been the way. The room that's yeah. full of uh, IMAX. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> free lunch. Pff, photo ID, mate. Got us money. Mike Hayward, is there any way the Final Fantasy VII remake won't end in fanboys walling and complaining? No. Wailing. No. No. No, 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 right. It's uh, gonna be shite. We kind of answered this, but in case anything else you want to throw out there, Philip OC says for Burns and Scammell, what was the best and worst game you were able to play E3? Any extras you want to throw out there? You kind of feel like you covered it now. No, the, the best thing at E3, and I tweeted at the time, was when the guy was showing Unravel. Was it Unravel? Yeah. And uh, oh, no, I know you're gonna say. very solemn kind of, and they pulled out the little Etsy version <laughs> of Unravel, <laughs> Yarny or whatever. And he's like, yes, I'm very happy to show this. And then. It, it went black and there wasn't even like a millisecond between it going black and Danger Zone pumping out the loudest <laughs> and then a, a zombie from Plants vs. Zombies coming out doing a fucking Titan Tron entrance and it was just I nearly had to leave the media room because I was actually crying we, we were in the room it's silent except for people typing you know and, and the conference <laughs> and it's him just sitting here just pissing himself I just, and then Hoop God turned up oh just, oh, just that was the dead. best thing at E3 for me by Mar. What, the worst thing for you was Polygon's PA, wasn't it? Oh, Polygon dickhead PA. sitting next to me at a PA, and I was like, mate, you're not doing anything. If it was McElroy or any of the big guns, you know, they they run or are responsible for loads and loads of stuff, yeah. right? Which is fine. They may need a PA, but this guy, his <laughs> job seemed right, to yeah. be to be McElroy's PA. McCarroll wasn't there. He was in like, I don't know, in a volcano somewhere, like streaming his fucking... <laughs> I didn't see him. I just heard his laugh every 10 seconds. I thought, <laughs> you've got to go. So his PA had a fucking PA. And I was like, this cannot be allowed to continue. It's ridiculous. We'll take him out. Uh, DJ Techno says, what was your favorite conference to stream and why? Jim, which one did you like the best? 
I know I which liked, one I like the worst. <laughs> I liked um, uh, Square Enix, even though it was a terrible oh, conference. I hated it. I was so bored. Was Square Enix the one where you did the Stone Cold theme at the start of it? Yeah, it was that one. Yeah, <laughs> but because of that and because we did the slap fight. And, oh, yeah, that was great. Okay, fair enough. I think I think that was the best, our our best performance, if it wasn't E3's best <laughs> performance. My favourite of all of them, as I forgot, but uh, well, actually someone that was on this podcast, the VGCC member, Alec Norton reminded me, was the Tom Hanks comment during the Sony conference, <laughs> which I watched back and I laughed at my own joke, which is terrible. You should mm. never do that. A guy uh, came out, and what, what was it you said, Miller? Said this he, guy he, looks like he's trying to look like... Tom Hanks and failed. And failed. He does. <laughs> and then L- look up that back. guy, and it's like, he actually does. Like. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, yeah. my sleep-deprived brain came up with one. Um, it's the guy I can never pronounce the name of. I'm so sorry, man. He's Swedish, I think. Per M. Mergrun said, as bad as Square's conference was, why did they win the show? And then in brackets, he says, the answer is near two. He better be joking because was anyone that excited no, about Nier 2? Is Platinum making that? Yeah, I think oh, they're so. They're making everything now. They're making yeah. Star Fox. Yeah, they're not. Platinum's bad. They've not done anything on it. Nier, mm. did anyone play the first Nier in this room? I've no. got it. Never played okay, it. I guess we can't talk about you it. You pre-ordered it, didn't you? You pre-ordered six versions of the fucking thing. All <laughs> uh, <laughs> still in the cellophane. <laughs> Osmond said, would it make more sense to have wrestling game based on working matches rather than quasi-fights? Would that even work? That's the yes. idea! We've said that before. That's exactly what they should do. The best wrestling games are the ones you can sit down with a mate and say, right. You know, listen to the fans, play the match out. One day somebody will do it. To this point, No Mercy was the game you could kind of do it with. Yeah. That's like 15 years old now, if not more. So, yeah, they should do that. Um, Michael says, do you think, this is interesting, I don't think this is true at all. Do you think Metal Gear Solid Five was swept under the carpet at E3? It was not any of the main conferences. No Kojima and little coverage from the Kojima. journos. Kojima, so you're right, Kojima. No, Kojima. I, I, I'd agree. I definitely think it was. Oh, do you think it was? Yeah, yeah. This end, I can't really tell. Um, I mean, there wasn't in any of the conferences. No, that's true. And I did, did it, it didn't have much of a presence on the floor, did it? Oh, it did. A massive one. Had a massive stand. Did it? Yeah. You don't know, Dave, because you were too busy sitting around fucking... I walked through Konami's booth and I couldn't see it at all. It was, you was, couldn't see the gigantic no, orange had a, Metal Gear Solid yes, helipad. Yes, <laughs> but you couldn't see any gameplay. It had a stage and it had a screen that was showing like a rolling demo. That was it, right? There wasn't any hands-on booth uh, pods or anything like that, was there? They had someone It's all behind playing. closed doors, right? They had queue up and see it. Was Kojima no, you could there? You had to queue up and then I think you went into the stand. Because, yeah, that you played like the first mission or whatever. All right. Was Kojima there? Didn't see him. No. Okay, interesting. Uh, Ghostwriter, after Sony's trifecta of headline grabbing announcements at E3, mm. what could Microsoft hit back with it as Sony less, in inverted commas, Gamescom? Real, well, the thing is, real games? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's, that's it. The Microsoft, the Microsoft fight back already began in earnest at E3. It's just that nobody noticed because of the shock and awe from Sony. Yeah. It was Sony who basically promised a bunch of fucking vaporware and stuff that we're never going to play until 2017. And Microsoft were like, here's some fucking games. They're coming out soon. Enjoy. Well, they've got Quantum Break, which so, is another one they can add to their yeah. Slater games. I think, I, think, uh, I honestly think, on that. reflection, of, of the three platform holders, Microsoft fucking won it this year. Because, you know... As much in terms of games real. you'll actually get to play soon, they well, definitely do. Tomb Raider looks great. I'm really excited no, about Tomb Raider. I heard the demo was quite buggy, though. Oh, really? We got told. Oh, I, well, we didn't see it, but the person we spoke no. to that saw it said it was a little bit glitchy. I imagine Gears of War 4 would be playable at Gamescom I say that very trepidatiously or at least there'll be something like a proper level I like the look of Gears you know wasn't it playable very Resident Evil like yeah yeah. yeah, I'm happy with that why not you gotta do something different with it wasn't it playable at the Microsoft Showcase no Gears 4 no I wasn't I I didn't know that I thought you captured footage of it that's Gears Ultimate 
you tell me this gear's full. Do you know who, who, right. who gave I you that? Who gave you that footage? Where did it come from? That footage. Yeah, I played it. Yeah, because I so we put it up. I, I played it here, and so I use your footage. Everyone came at me. Going, Millie, you're well shit at gears. That's not me playing. <laughs> we won the fucking game and I was top of the fucking we're talking about. <laughs> Sums it up. Uh, Ross McMahon. This is weird now. Fuck it. You can switch lives with another member of the team for a day. Who do you choose and what do you do? Good. Jim, I want to know what it's like to, to be in dad jail. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I don't because if I did, I'd just do it. But uh, no. I'd like to. I'd like to know what that's about. I'd be Miller because yeah. I'd want to be strong and powerful for the day. Oh, just so, experience yeah. that. I'd be Dave. Why? I don't know. You just uh, you just strike me as a man who lives in a fucking land made of candy and, uh, <laughs> 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 and be toys. Um, it'd be like it'd, it'd be like stepping into fucking I don't know Wonderland or something. <laughs> <laughs> Being be, Dave for a day. Everything. I'd be Brett and just spend the whole day punching myself in the head. <laughs> I've only said that because he always listens back to the podcast. And right now, it'd be, it'd be mad somewhere. I'd be Tom Ori and fire everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Brett Claxton, two more to go. What was your favourite piece of non-hype news from E3? For example, mine was the Sly Persona Five still coming to the US in 2015. Anything I there was anything that came I mean RC Prime 30 years of rare the problem it is really I don't think people understand this people, when you're at E3 you, miss loads. you, you don't get yeah. any feel for that whatsoever you only get the headline stuff so there's a lot we need to catch McDonald's up McDonald's do a, a third uh, <laughs> a third pound of steak burger they do sirloin burger sirloin mm. is it massive so, oh fuck I'll eat that I mean Jeez. halfway through I was thinking no I can't do it <laughs> you finished it there right it felt like a land war in Asia like, too far in now though right last question Jason Curtis The Last Guardian Oh, sorry, of The Last Guardian, the Final Fantasy VII remake in Shenmue 3, which will be the biggest disappointment slash get the lowest Metacritic score? Shenmue 3. Ooh, yeah, I thought Shenmue if 3. If it ever well. happens, Shenmue yeah. 3. Dick Munchers will go mad for Final it's, Fantasy, though. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Final Fantasy will be all right. It'd be serviceable, won't it? But uh, Shenmue 3, total, it's, it's going to be... Did you see the fucking footage they showed of it? <laughs> the concept so footage. mad. A lot, a lot of fucking shite. Like I can't, I can't believe anyone's excited for it. I think the only thing that's going to achieve is is pissing on the legacy of those games. Yeah, and pro- like Shen- Shenmue was great when it came out because it did things that people hadn't done. They've now been done better by other things. Didn't it invent QTEs? Yeah. <laughs> Did um, it really? Pretty oh, much. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't know it's that. responsible that's for God fact. of War, essentially. But um, no, I, 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 there's nothing about it that, that's There gonna... you go, put Kratos in Shenmue 3. Yeah, now yeah. we're talking. Yeah, fucking I think eight. they should have announced fucking Telltale's Tales from Shenmue. <laughs> and that would have been a slightly better game than the, the bag of shit that's going to come out of this Kickstarter. There we go. There you go. There you Shot go. down by Jim Trinker. Fuck you, Shenmue 3. What do you know? All right. Now we need to get Tom Ori in here. He's going to talk about Lego Jurassic World and Yoshi's Woolly Wool Wool. But firstly, I'm going to need a wee. Okay, so, so what we're going to do is it's magically going to stop, and then we're magically going to pop up, and we'll be back. Tomorrow you've arrived from nowhere Hello. to the Video Game UK podcast. Two games to talk about. Yeah. Lego Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. And I don't, is it Yoshi's Woolly World? Yeah. Which one would you like to talk about first? It's your I choice. I don't know which one do you like. Yoshi's oh. Woolly World. They're both dinosaurs, and they've both got world in the name. Yoshi's yeah. Woolly World. Dinosaur yeah. World. He's right. Let's Because I think Jurassic World's better. Maybe. So let's start yeah. with Yoshi's Woolly World. <laughs> Maybe not. Well, I made a review, and Yoshi's Woolly Wool sounds like the flipping 3DS one they did last year. Just a bad, boring. Well, I didn't play that, but it, I played other Yoshi games. It does feel like other Yoshi games. I mean... I'm starting to think the one in the SNES wasn't good. 
I don't know. Nah, that was good. Was it? Yeah, that was good. I think that was. But that was a Super Mario game, right? Good yeah. Point. Well yeah. argued. It feels weird, this game, because some of it is really good. Like, you get the odd level where usually the levels are a bit faster, mm. and it, it feels like a really nice Nintendo platformer. And then a lot of it, like I'd say at least half, is um, quite boring, mm. quite slow. And it doesn't. It looks like it's going to be like really inventive and clever with all its ideas and stuff. It really isn't. Like, there's some bits where platforms appear behind as shadows and stuff. Like, stuff moves over the screen, and then you get these platforms appear. Those bits are kind of neat. I'm not sure it's anything particularly new. Yeah. But lots of it is just uh, going through levels, firing your like egg things. At... Does it feel very like it's playing itself? No. Okay. But it doesn't feel like it's doing anything particularly challenging or clever. Like yeah. it's in the way it looks, you think it's going to all everything's wool and everything's like knitted and stuff, and you think it's going to do some clever stuff with that in terms of gameplay mechanics, and it doesn't. Like you have um, bits where you just use the tongue or she's tongue to pull some seams, uh, and then the, the bit will unravel, and then it will go. You will see like a new area or something, um, but that. Other than the fact of the way the stuff looks, there's nothing really to to that whole woolly aspect. Are the Yoshi games for a really young audience? I'm starting to think. I don't know. Well, be... I think I think maybe they are, but kids can also play games that are quite hard. So I don't know. Like kids played Mario 64. Like there's no reason why. Yeah, kids Mario games are probably originally made for kids. So no, but I'm talking like really young. <laughs> Two. I'm talking like <laughs> three, four, five. Well, year olds. I think a three-year-old might struggle to do anything. Well, I don't throw any. I have no concept of how, <laughs> yeah, how I should be to do any. Yeah. I'm nearly thirty, and I but struggle has, to do what most kids it do. It has an easy mode as well. So, oh gosh, that must be you've got <laughs> horrendous. Because you've got like the normal Yoshi gameplay, so he can do his little hover jump thing. You fire the the egg pellet things. You can grab enemies and throw them out again. All that kind of stuff. But then, if you put whatever I can't remember, it's called. It's the easy mode, and he has wings. Then, so he can essentially just go through the entire level flying. He can't go up for some yeah. reason, but he can go... As long as you're starting high, you can just fly across. I found that more awkward because I was used to <laughs> jumping on platforms and stuff. But if you're playing with a friend, like a, that, or, or your son or yeah. whatever, or daughter, and they happen to be quite young and can't get the grasp, can't grasp the controls properly, they could play with this mode and make it a bit easier. It didn't get me that excited. It's, it's a weird game because some of it, like there's some bonus levels that are really nice and it sounds nice, it looks nice mostly and it feels like a game that's going to be all kind of, oh yeah, it's really clever and look, they did all this cool stuff. Yeah. But most of it doesn't do anything. It's just, I don't know. Some people do really like it. I've seen lots of other people reactions to it and they seem to really they find like it charming, it, but... right? They like the look and the yeah. feel. And I mean, the... I thought, like I wanted to find it charming and lovely and everything else, but just didn't. Other than the SNES game, haven't the Yoshi games always been a bit shit? Yeah. I remember I so. Yoshi's Island 64, is that what it was called? Yeah. That was sort of criticised. Yeah. And was there even a Wii one? I can't even remember. But the DS one was criticised oh, as well. And the oh, you played that, didn't That's you? I fell asleep playing I remember. It. That's I rem- why I thought it may be an offshoot of this, because it was just, I mean, that did play itself. You kind of just stood on the platform and it took you through the level. And you're like, what am I doing here? Yeah. yeah that was awful. That's why I worried about this one. Because mm. the art style, although not the woolly effect, is very similar. Very cutesy and childish. Yeah, yeah they, they're not. I mean, the, the Yoshi games to me represent a bizarre offshoot of what Nintendo used to be. Yeah. Where I don't it's think like, it is 
strictly, and it's a Nintendo game, Nintendo property, but I think it's made by someone else. Yeah, it is, yeah. I don't know who it is. They've, they've worked on other stuff for Nintendo. It's not like a random studio, hmm. but it doesn't quite feel like a proper Nintendo quality game. What? But why does this keep happening with Yoshi? I don't know. Like, but then, he's I, a good I, character. But then, yeah, if people you look love around, him. Look around the internet. Lots of nines. Some, some gave it 10 and stuff. Really? I don't quite get how, but some people do really like it and say maybe other people will agree with them. Like, maybe. Three amiibos, isn't it? Yeah, amiibos. What about Jurassic World then? Because we were chatting about Lego games earlier, mm. and it's just going to be Jurassic Park fucking Lego game. Well, I'm isn't interested it? to see because you saw Dave saw Dimensions, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. briefly, yeah. Quickly, because I didn't just catch me up. It's Dimensions mm. like every other Lego game, but with characters that you use from outside. To a degree. To a degree. Well, this Jurassic World is, I mean, it is all four films. So it's not just, even though called yeah. Jurassic World, feel, that's a bit if you don't know that it's a bonus because the first two at least probably the main reason people are going to buy it um and it feels like an older lego game in that it doesn't have the same like lego batman 3 was that the last one yeah i reviewed um that had some really cool stuff outside of the main game and the main game itself even though it started quite slow picked up and became really good that had some decent combat it felt like a load of characters um, that are all cool to discover and use and stuff. The problem this has is that it, combat is, like, very minimal. So, I mean, Lego games don't have the best combat, but without the combat, it's just doing some basic puzzles. And <laughs> I think the, the first uh, film, they're all about... They don't take long, like two to three hours per yeah. one, but you get four of them, so it's still quite long. Um, it had... I can't remember any combat. Like, I mean, if you think about the film itself... There isn't that much like what they like could, running away. Yeah, I mean they do lots of that in the game. Like there were loads of these chase sequences where a dinosaur is chasing you and you run away. Essentially, I mean they're easy because you basically don't die in Lego games, but you have to collect certain stuff to finish it properly. That's the main thing in Lego games. But there's because there's so little combat. It, it is essentially just here's an area from the from the film, and you do some very basic put the right man in the right position, press the right button, and then it solves the puzzle. And that is Lego games, essentially. The problem with this is that outside of the, the first film in particular, you're, lots of people are familiar with, they like it probably. I mean, I don't know who doesn't, who's seen it and doesn't like Jurassic Park. Someone's probably going to say, I don't like it. But um, <laughs> it has enough like nostalgia attached to it that it's kind of cool. It does, I mean, unless I fell asleep, it misses certain bits that I think... Yeah, I think it jumps quite... Like, aggressively and, and if you don't know them that they because they're quite brief it doesn't really tell the story very well um you have to know what's going on i think to get anything out of it um but it's certain bits like i don't think they re- recreate the bit where like the water vibrates and stuff which is kind of like a classic bit and yeah. like the goat i don't think the goat was in it it's unbelievable the T-Rex. Goat like, like i said someone may have played that and seen it because i was asleep i don't know <laughs> but i don't remember those bits but then because there's no combat, it's just relies on the puzzles, and they're okay, but they're not particularly exciting. Yeah. Second, the second game is okay because Lost World still lived like it was okay; it wasn't brilliant. But then the third one, like, I... does the raptor talk in the third one? Do you get the bit when the raptor talks to Alan in the Grant? helicopter? Yeah, is that the third one? It happens. I thought yeah. it was the third one. It's, it's, it's in there. Anyway. Amazing, that is worst there. moment in any film. Um, yeah, it's the bit where he sees the raptor in the helicopter the dream, yeah. or something. That is in there. It goes down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but because it's based on a film that I really don't care about, it's hard to, it's get, hard into, to get into. And some of the environments in the third one are so boring. Um, and the combat, again, it's, it's like there's a bit more in the third one, I think, because 
I guess there were there were more conflicts and there's bits, few bits where you play as dinosaurs fighting dinosaurs. Playing as dinosaurs is quite cool, but to unlock them to use in like the main thing Lego games is like the open bit afterwards essentially. So you do the story and then there's like the world. So you've got the park and you've got the the, the second part of the island or the second island and then you've got Jurassic World as well. The new yeah. where the new film's based to all explore and stuff. But that's quite cool. You, to to use the dinosaurs in those bits, you have to have unlocked them in the main game. And to unlock them, you have to find this uh, piece of amber in certain parts Ugh. of the levels. And some of them are like, they're hidden quite well. And to get them, you have to work out how to get to certain places. Mm. So if you don't, uh, you don't get them on your first go, you have to go back and get them because you can't unlock them in the, you have to do it in the story levels, I think. Um, so to get all the cool stuff in the main, like free bit, you have to go back and get lots of stuff. It's kind of how it always has been. But compared to like Lego Batman, which had so many characters, um, and they're all char- lots of them are characters you knew or yeah. um, characters that you maybe had heard of at least, or even if you weren't familiar with them. They had like the last game had a lot of cool bits where you like, discovered people in like these areas and stuff, and then you unlock them and use them in the free play mode. Outside of like the core people in the in the Jurassic Park films, lots of them are like guy who runs the pen in a certain bit and like dinosaur like wrangler or something. They're like they're not people that you care about unlocking yeah which in a random. lego game which is all about collecting it's kind of like why do i want to spend my my bricks on Faceless random man. man who happens to stand next to the raptor cage <laughs> don't care i'm now starting to question when i said that lego dimensions feels similar to the other lego games or not i need you to remind me what the lego games are like you walk mm. around you smash some stuff up then yeah. you tap b i think it is and you yeah. rebuild stuff. are they typically side scrolling games with some verticality in them and combat or uh, they're not well the problem the story bits it's more like you have small areas that you can wander around they're not particularly big in, yeah, in scale they are open but to they're a degree. open to agree some of it does feel a bit side scrolling but it's more like there is depth that like you can wander see, around see this is how the portal level felt but there was no combat in it it was all puzzle based yeah. obviously I that's think portal it's the same. I think it's the same whereas the Wizard of Oz bit was just this bit where you walk down the yellow brick road so you mm. sort of went into the screen up yeah. to the right and round you got into a car to drive around it for a little bit yeah, there was like, no this combat has, this has like uh, you can have the jeeps and stuff from the right. you drive around and I mean, there is a, like an open element to it with the free roaming stuff. Like you can just explore the. If you really love Jurassic Park, the fact you can explore the the island and the parks yeah. is probably quite a cool thing. But I'd imagine that all the Lego games have some kind of thread running through them. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they change. The Lego just, Dimensions has a Jurassic World add-on. Yeah, of course, it I'm does. Money. The problem with maybe all, the good stuff's yeah, going to be in that. Maybe I think they just need they need something because they're still quite cool. Like I don't I don't, I don't dislike but, the Lego games, but they're so similar. Like. There's so many of them as well. Which, remember they made that Star Wars one. It was real time time strategy game. That was really mm. good. Well, they changed Lego, it up completely. Lego Star Wars three, Clone Wars two, or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, it was really good. It was uh, like, oh, you did something. I thought this was going to be the way forward. Now, nope, yeah. that's gone. I that's do think good. this is a step back from Lego Batman three. Anyway, I oh, think well. it doesn't. The, the license itself, I think, isn't quite ideal because because well, only got really one iconic movie. Yeah, like, I haven't seen Jurassic World. Yet. I mean, it's supposed to be good, but it's not iconic. I mean, Jurassic World obviously is is big at the cinema, so it probably do well on the back of that, and people go, oh. I love that I just can do the same stuff oh, as in the shame. film. Because of all of the Lego games so far, this is the one that has, on the, the license alone, appealed to me the most. Yeah, me too. I, I think love Jurassic Park. if you really love Jurassic Park, it does have some cool... Like, it if still, it doesn't have all the key scenes recreated in the Lego bit... Which is what you want. That's why you buy it, I'm really. not It does have most of them. Like, it has like a... It have the goats on. Well, unless I missed... Like I said, I may it. have missed it. <laughs> I may have missed the water cut bit. 
but it has like that that scene is in it like the bit where I the, think the water <laughs> <laughs> Dave's microphone oh. just committed suicide well how I think the water cup is in it I think I saw that at a preview event blinked. but blinked. it was but yeah, it's very very but, yeah um, blink and you miss it it does have like that whole bit with the jeeps uh, on the on the like the rail and then the T-Rex comes along and the kids and you have to rescue the kids and then you fall yeah. into the tree and all that kind of stuff yeah that's the bit that, I played yeah. that is in there um, but the game around it is just a bit too much like all the other ones like and they need to get away from i'm i'm playing as someone i walk over to something i press the button it goes the character shrugs and then the icon appears for the character you need you press triangle and it changes that character and you do it like it's just like oh well and the the characters aren't they're just people so why can that guy use a gun but the other guy can't because lego Mm. while we're talking warner i just want to go briefly back to mad max what we're talking about earlier (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) remember i said it was shadow of mordor yeah Mm. Imagine Shadow of Mordor without the Nemesis stuff. It hasn't got that cool Nemesis stuff. Ah, all right. right? Okay, I right. assumed... Uh, yeah. Major thing. <laughs> there we go. Right. Carry okay. on. Well, I think that's pretty <laughs> much oh, that's Lego Jurassic World. <laughs> <summed up>, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to draw this podcast to a close and then magically we're going to pop up again for Video Gamer Community Club members. You can join our Video Gamer Community Club. You go to patreon.com forward slash video gamer and for just five bucks... Five dollars that is. I'm not just saying that for fun. It is actually five dollars, like three pound thirty or whatever. You can listen to us talk a little bit more and get a whole other stuff as well. Obviously, we're on Twitter, videogamer.com, Facebook, videogamer.com, YouTube, videogamer TV, website, videogamer.com, Natch. Um, we're everywhere, basically. Yeah, just look, search videogamer.com and we'll pick up. At VG Tomo. Oh yeah, Tom's still pumping that wow. Twitter account. We, wow. you, you can pump yours as well. No, if you I'm want. not going to be that guy. Jim, Dave does enough <laughs> self-promotion. Follow at the Miller Report on Twitter. For, actually, let's uh, pin that one. Yeah, if you want to be <laughs> insulted twice a day. Follow at the Miller Report. Um, <laughs> Where every tweet starts with listen, busters. Pretty much, yeah. That's the word chuffing. Uh, but thank you very much for listening. And we'll obviously be back in a week's time. Or we'll chat to you a minute if you're a patron. But cheers to Steve Burns, he's not here. Cheers to Tom. Bye. Cheers to Dave. Bye. Cheers to Jim. Bye. Bye.